who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Realm presents a Dagaz Media Production, The Cleansed. Season one, episode seven, The Dwellers. In the woods near the dweller's compound, Maria tries to make amends with Luke. Hi. Hi. Can we talk? Luke, I can't go on if we don't make up. Luke, please. Why, Maria? We had to. He talked you into it. Luke... Luke, I just learned something. Something big. You left me, Maria. Luke, please. You're the only person in all the world who I thought I could trust. He's my father. What? John. Mom just told me... No, but David is... Lies! Luke! They've been lying to me my whole life. I'm almost 16! No, Maria, that can't be, okay? David and Sam, they... Look, they were together since since the beginning. Well, do you remember? No. You blocked that all out. Yeah. So, it's possible... I never met John, I'm pretty sure of that. But... Before... I, I'm... John and Sam, they must have known each other before. Yeah, maybe. 
but no. oh. oh, Maria. <laughs> Luke. I'm so, so sorry. Maria. I will never leave you again, Luke. Not for anyone. How did this happen so quickly, Maria? It's life, Luke. I asked for it. My, my whole life, all I ever wanted was adventure, and here it is. It's okay. I never thought it would be like this. It'll be all right. Maria, Maria, what's gonna happen to us? We're going to change the world, Luke. <laughs> We're going to change the world. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, am I interrupting? No, no, it's okay. Uh, we were just talking. I was asked to summon you for dinner. Okay. Thank you. Huh? For saving me from that monster. Oh, you're welcome. I have never been so scared. It's funny, you know? What? When I turned 13, I was sent to take my first deer alone. I hit one in the afternoon, but he ran off. I tracked him all night, but had to give up at dark. That's when the koi dogs came. Yeah, we get them too. So you know they hunt in packs, right? Yeah. Kind of turned into what wolves used to be, I guess. And there must have been 10 of them that night. The first came out of the shadows. The alpha, I guess, to size me up. That's scary. But that's the thing. I always knew what the dogs would do. They would attack, or they would flee. It's all instinct. And they? After a few minutes, the Alpha turned and the others fled. They kept on hunting. And in the morning, I got my deer. Wow. So here's the thing. The Koi dogs I understood. They were animals. They were hungry. They made sense. But that man, He terrified me like nothing else. We're the worst animals of all, aren't we? Yeah. We sure are. Say, do you want to look around before dinner? Uh, sure. Um... Oh, come on, I'm curious. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Well, let's head to the clearing. The Dweller Infirmary. Ugh, ugh, what the? Where am I? Hey! My God, it's a miracle! He doesn't look too happy. He's awake enough to scream, oh. and that's good. I don't mind letting him suffer a little. He's earned it. I may have something to help. John, can you hear me? Uh, vodka. <laughs> no vodka. You need your liver to be straight. Bull. I can see why people had trouble giving you medicine. Can I interest you in some of this? It's medicinal. That's what they said in the old days. <sighs> Very well, suffer alone. I'll be back later. John, you awake enough to hear me? Sam. Don't think I've got any sympathy for you. You're feeling the pain you ought to feel, but just in case you were thinking of giving up the ghost, I've decided to give you one more reason to live. You got that? Hey, you with me? Yeah. 
I hear you, Sam. Good. Because you are a no good son of a bitch, but you're my daughter's father. You understand? No. Yes, John. Yes, yes, yes. I thought you should know. Sorry. What? I said, I'm sorry. Thanks, John, for what it's worth. Nothing changes, I don't think. But I thought you should know. Okay. Okay, good. We've reached an understanding. Sam, it's time for us to take it. I've said my piece. What? It's time to pay the piper, John. Sam, no. You are the first to ever face a trial, John, which is certainly more than you gave our people. More than he deserves. Come on, help me out. Oh, oh, Sam! Wait! Sam! Sam! Corinth, Saul's camp. Good evening, Sergeant. Captain. What'd you find today? Five people away from their posts, at least ten with nothing to do, and a few slugs in the wrong place at the wrong time. And you sorted them out? Sorted. Good. You want to take Zeke with you for the night patrol? I can get pretty hairy. He's a tough boy. As you say, Captain. Don't call me that. Not unless we're in front of Richard. Of course. Not that there would be too many more opportunities for that. Okay. Dismissed. Yes, sir. So, what? I have some information you may want. What? I heard you were in the sewer looking for something. We were? What if I told you we moved it? Who? Me and some of the others here. When we were lost, you understand, we worried that what John had stolen would fall into the wrong hands. You mean back to the Republic? Yes. And you're not worried about that now? You clearly have no love for them. And you will stand with me as a wolf of Abaddon? Whatever I must do, I'm sick of simply existing with no purpose. I see. Well, you have done a great service to the cause. Thank you, Lord Saul. Now, if you would, please show me. Of course. It's not a cape. It's buckskin. Oh, you know I always wanted to try making that. Is it, is it comfortable? Oh yeah. It's the best of stuff to wear in the woods. Can I, can I touch it or something? Sure. Wow, it's really soft. And warm. And it doesn't get caught on briars. Oh. 
You don't tan hides? No, we, no, I guess not. You know, where we're from is an old base and they had enough clothes for a very, very long time there. Mm. I was going to say, you do look like you've kept the old times alive and well. <laughs> well, I guess. We take care of what we have. We mend it when it breaks and we're always looking for more stuff. Yeah, I guess we do the same thing. So, where's all of your stuff? This is it. Well, you've got, what, a horse barn, some firewood. Where are all of your fields? They're a few miles from here. We travel by horseback to get there. It's for safety. We don't want people getting too close to our place. And, wow, what is this? They smell really good. Oh, well this is a wild garden. Herbs, medicinals. And that? This is a mushroom log. Uh, huh? We cultivate mushrooms to supplement what we collect. Wait, Maria, no, those are poison. I assure you they aren't. Our whole lives, no one ever let us ever, ever eat any of... Maria... Huh. Um, that's interesting. That one tastes better cooked. And if you've never eaten one, it may take some getting used to. <laughs> never eaten a mushroom. Do they taste good? Nothing quite like them. We put up hundreds of pounds of them. It livens up the winter. Oh, yeah. I imagine winters are tough for you too? <clears throat> of course. That's what books are for, right? You like books? Yeah, I love them. You? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, the, the nearings. Uh, Haynes? Well, a lot of people were on this land trying to do what we are doing before it all fell apart. Well, there are some older ones too, like Thoreau. Although he was a bit of a poser. <laughs> no, I... No, I like things about other worlds, you know, like Ursula again and Robert Heinlein, Ray Bradbury. You, um, you read any of the... No. No? How about, how about Stephen King? You know, you know, he used to live like right around here, right? Well, sure. Of course, his crap would survive the breaking. <laughs> crap? Anything teach you about how to survive in his books? So? So what's the point of reading unless you're learning something? Like, well, you know they had electric cars before everything fell apart. Not a ton, but a few. No. Well, maybe if they'd gotten their act together, we could have been all right. But they didn't. They drank down gasoline like it was going out of style. So, we all got screwed. Huh, yeah, I, I never thought about it that way. Really? You've been living like this your whole life and you've never thought about, about why? Well, what's that supposed to mean? Nothing. I'm just curious. Well, hey! I what? They've, they've got John! He's down there! Oh. It must be the trial. The trial? What trial? By the Wisdom Tree, Dweller's Compound. It's a nice spot, Chad. I never knew you could see Katahdin. They're beautiful mountains, aren't they? We go every year. Never made the trip. I always meant to. Really? You're a stone's throw from the mountain, and you never climbed it. Never saw a need to. It's enough to keep us busy at home. Ah. Oh, great day for a funeral. Have you met my wife, Caitlin? I don't think so. David Brenner. Welcome. Kate, are all the families here? 
all who still live. Yes, well, good enough. We are ready. Last chance, David. Are you ready to commit to the terms? I'm a man of my word. Good. I look forward to putting this all behind us. Me too. Dad! Dad! What, Maria? What are you doing? We're making peace. But John... Is being put on trial, like in real society. You can't... The rule of law will prevail. It is time. Everyone! I have called an assembly of the tribe. Are there any who need to know why we are here today? Word has traveled well. So, then, let me introduce to you our neighbors from the north. We have their chief, David Brenner. Hi. And his wife, Sam. Hi. And their children, uh... Maria. And... Luke. And we have one other. Announce yourself. Speak! John Prophet. Our first order of business tonight pertains to Prophet. He has committed the gravest offense in the law of any human nation. The taking of human life. Self-defense! And tonight, he stands trial for these deeds. Hang him, I say. He doesn't deserve a trial. We are beyond those days, Arthur. The rule of the tribe shall prevail in this land. It is the only way. Is there anyone who can stand witness of the crimes of John Prophet? I was there the day he came. I was among the riders and saw Reggie fall to his gun. I, too, saw that crime, plus Cameron, who chased him down when we were in pursuit up north. These are the charges which have been levied against you, Prophet. Do you accept them or deny them? Guilty as charged. Oh, wow. To be whole, our law demands an eye for an eye. Two bodies in exchange for our fallen men. Who can produce a body? Chris! Chris died today. He was my father's best friend. Maria, stay out of this. He did! Honor him, at least, by saying his name. There is one, yet two are fallen. So, failing that, the second will be his own. No! These are our rules, Chief. Maria, you need to quiet down. No, no, you can't just do this to him! The man has dug his own grave. I didn't do this. It is settled. Before the sun rises tomorrow, Prophet, we will put you to death to settle the score. All right. Yes. Yes. It's, it's very fair. Justice is... <laughs> he laughs. Even facing our justice, he makes a mockery of us. Prophet. All this, and you still won't listen to what I have to say? What? You. Did Chad share with you any of what I told him? Why I came here and what I asked? Because you might want to consider. Shut him up, Chad. You cannot speak in your defense, John. The sentence is passed. Any of you remember the super rich? How they fled soon as things went bad? <laughs> I, I helped shoot them down myself when they came to Bangor. Well, not all of them were on those planes. Some of them went to sea, got themselves a nice Navy aircraft carrier, and now they're back. Chief! Let him tell his story. We brought order to the city. We called it Corinth in hopes that a new name would help us make a new day. And it was, for some time. We started getting by. Our patrols stopped the marauding gangs. People who had been standing idle and going mad had purpose. We retooled weapons for growing food. We were making progress. And then, one day, they came. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. 
Every Factor meal is fresh, never frozen, and is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, it's less expensive than takeout, which honestly was my go-to when I just couldn't or didn't have time to cook a proper meal. So whether you're hoping to cut down on spending, being more intentional with your meals, or just want to save time, Factor can help you get after your goals. Besides their meals, which I have to say, everyone has been delicious, they also have more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled and feeling good all day, like breakfast and midday bites. They've even got fresh-pressed juices and protein shakes, and I've really enjoyed their variety pack of wellness shots. I love anything with ginger and cayenne. Factor is also flexible with their plans, so you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Head to factormeals.com slash cleansed50 and use code cleansed50 to get 50% off. That's code cleansed50 at factormeals.com slash cleansed50 to get 50% off. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Two years ago, Corinth, the High Council Chambers. John, the Council objections to the management of the Western Perimeter aren't at all affected! Are! That's the entire point, isn't it? <sighs> Look, we need to keep exploring. We're running coal, but we're having trouble smelting enough steel. We need to keep exploring. Yes, it's cruel, Absolutely, John. yes. This world is cruel. I'll go out there myself if I need to. This needs to be done. We need to get the work done. Yes, but we feel it's not the role of civilians to do this work. So we're proposing an alternative. What? Criminals? What well, else would you have us do with it? <laughs> so you want to bring back the chain gang? Uh, All right. As long as I get my labor force. Ah, oh, good. Now, next order of business. Honor. What's all this? Saul. Who are these people? They say they have important business, John. Good afternoon. Who are you? Richard McGovern, 
Fleet Admiral of the USS Citadel, and as far as I know, the ranking member of the US military is still alive. And you? John Prophet, First Sergeant US Army, and Chair of the Council of Corinth. Corinth? Is that what you're calling old New York? Why don't you explain what you're doing here? It'd be my pleasure. I'm here to restore order. What? We already have. Council members, perhaps you can enlighten me as to why you hold your meetings here on the lowest floor of a building that reaches the sky? Well, we don't have any power and... You mean electricity? Of course, yes. <laughs> what if we could bring it back, the power, to like it was in the old days? Impossible. <laughs> yes? Well, what if it wasn't? No. Haven't you seen our ship? For over 15 years, we have been lured over the seas, preparing for the day when we could bring America back to her rightful status. Bull! No, John, John, John. Doctor, enlighten them to our supplies. Oh, um, um, yes. <clears throat> yes, uh, the uh, USS Citadel was designed for deployment of up to um, 50 years without refueling. We still have some years to go, and luckily most of our technicians have survived the duress. We have finished a redesign of the turbines to generate electricity instead of turning a propeller, effectively turning the carrier into a floating power plant. Remarkable. What, what does that mean? Oh, um, about one gigawatt of capacity for, well, for longer than most of us will be alive. <laughs> That's all well and good, but we're getting along just fine uh, without uh, it. Pardon me, but this is not the opinion of the council. What? You all want to roll over on your backs like a bunch of puppies? John, this is our future, John. What about everything we've worked for? You think they're just going to give you their ship without... Look, what is it you really want? That is a very good question. What we want is to call this great country America again. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Well the hell with you! John! Trouble, John? Look, they're a bunch of fools. Who are these people? They are as they say. They don't look like the Navy I remember. Black suits, buckled collars, really? What do you want me to do? They're building a cable to the ship as we speak. Then we need to stop it. Come on, Saul, we can't waste time. John? Back off. I need to talk to you. What are you doing to my city? We just got this place under control and you now- You need to get me away from these people, please. What? Please, can we go anywhere? Saul, I never saw you leave. Thanks, come on. After years of bloody, back-breaking work and digging through disorder, we had a government again. And just like that, it shattered. They all went belly up with the promise of electricity. But there was more. The scientist, Abraham, he carried with him more power than anyone let on. Okay, we should be safe here for a little bit. Jesus, Abraham, you almost gave everything away. You need to get me away from them. What? Richard? Why? You sailed that ship a long time ago, so to speak. You know why we're here, what we came for? I knew it. No, no, look. He doesn't know where the depot is. I've refused to tell him. But the Citadel is running low on energy. Whatever he tells the Council, the truth is that any day now that ship is going to go dark. 
He pretends like he has unlimited electricity, but they have been burning it at twice the original design case. They've been creating synthetic jet fuel for five years now, running helicopters, planes. So you want me to help you get away from him before he makes you give up the goods? You know how it works with the Nova weapons? He doesn't need the depot. A single fresh nuclear weapon will give him plenty of energy to conquer every bit of this sorry continent. And then there'll be no way to stop them. Yes. Damn it, Abraham. I've tried for 15 years to get away from that place. And Saul, too. He told me about what you did. Saul? You mean... I thought I recognized, but... No, I didn't believe it. You! You're working with him? Yeah, he was just a kid back then. Look, he's trying to make everything right. You must not trust him. He was trained to be... You know what they did to him? Call me a fool, but I believe in second chances. Which is why I came to you, and why I'm asking for your help. Will you help me? Yes. What do we need to do? We need to accelerate their end. We can start by taking some of the rods they have now, hide them, sink them in the ocean, whatever we need to do. Every minute we can shave off the life of that thing, the safer we will be. Those <laughs> people don't know how to live without electricity. Yes, we can do that. We'll hide them in the soup. Then get me the hell out of the city. We had it all worked out. A train lined up to take us and all those fuel rods to Borderton when I was betrayed. Someone in my own ranks gave me up and I've been on the run ever since, trying to keep Abraham from falling back into their hands. This has nothing to do with the crime. Quiet, Arthur. He speaks true. So what happened to him? The scientist. Borderton. I left him behind. Why? Why does it matter? I have friends with the family. Oh. oh. The family? He means the McLeans. Yes. That band of mobsters run the place as well as it ever was. You keep rough company. I worried should the Republic ever come looking for me, I couldn't be in the same place as him. There were people who knew I was headed this way. So Abraham is waiting there, hoping for a rescue. That rescue is supposed to be us. So make your move. Kill me or stand with me. It's in your hands now. The fugitive tells a compelling story. He lied. Yes, he may lie indeed. And by our laws, the story and the person are still two different things. Are there any who doubt this? If he speaks the truth... My brother lies dead because of this man. Your cousin, too. Yes. Is anything more important than the tribe? Then we have reached our decision, tribe. Regardless of circumstance, the laws must be obeyed. The sentence stands. No! Maria! You're all monsters, all of you. John! No. John! Don't Chief. do it! She'll be fine. With those crimes atoned for, we have news to celebrate. After too many years of animosity, we are joining our neighbors to the north as a single tribe. The refuge and the dwellers shall be as one. We may not know each other now, but we will stand in unity. Tonight, I call for the harvest ball. Six weeks early, though it may be, we have been long without a cause to celebrate. Now we shall. That is the ruling of your chief, and that of your second chief, David Brenner. We have lived hard lives together. 
We have shed blood together. And today, let us all join as a single tribe to protect this land. <laughs> The soup, deep down, where few souls know the tunnels and buried things can stay forgotten for a long, long time. And here it is. <laughs> you might as well have buried it. This is the hardest place in the soup to get to. We figured the Republic would never make it down here. Is there anyone else who knows it's down here? You. We. Matthew died, you know. He knew. He helped me move it. But no, just the two of us. Some of the soup kids may have seen us, but who knows what brains they got. Good of you to do this. Keep it out of their hands. I never would have kept it from you, Saul, but I thought you would give it back to the Republic. Never. So... In that old building, across the ledge, it ran this place, back when places used to run. Brilliant. Lead the way. Careful. It's slick along here. It is a little tricky, you don't want to go. Lose your balance. Thank you for your sacrifice, old soldier. We'll let this secret lie for now. I prefer to see things move forward. <laughs> On a train headed for Corinth. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There is power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's a wonder. Blessed by the Lord Jesus myself as I look upon you, standing up for the glory of God and willing to lay your lives down in his name. Who among you is ready to go to heaven today? Oh, we are! Praise the Lord. And surely as we go to heaven, we will send our foes to hell should they stand against us. For who are they to stand against? The will of Jesus. Blessed Jesus. Blessed Jesus. Welcome, my children, to Corinth. Today, we fight the wolf. Fight the wolf. Oh, God be praised. Saul's camp, a rallying cry. Things were starting to get very close now. Close to boiling over, close to, close to action. We who had been wronged would be repaid. Those who had been fools or foes would be crushed under the order of the new. We would tear their throats out like the wolves we were. To Abaddon! <laughs> oh, 
sin. An enemy so convinced of their righteousness that they will risk sending all of us into darkness again. The destruction of the citadel. We have elected to take a stand, and stand we shall against both the ignorance of these believers and the arrogance of the Republic. Today, we shall raise a new flag on the town! To Abaddon! Night, the dweller's compound. The harvest ball is in full swing. Not dancing? Uh, no. I, I never have. You want to do a round? With who? Well, we can go. It's not weird for boys to dance. You don't have enough girls to go around. <laughs> no thanks. All right. Ah, I shouldn't dance on this leg anyways. <laughs> Tell you what. You want to see something cool? Sure. It's atop this ridge. Let's go. Yeah. Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah. I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to The Cleansed, a Dagaz Media production presented by Realm. Written, directed, and produced by Fred Greenhold. Full cast and crew credits, behind-the-scenes photos, and transcripts at thecleansed.com. 